Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live, live from Midco Studio in St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here. Great first hour. Travis still wearing a hat. Um, we've got Great American Race this hour. We've got a couple stories we can jump into. One that hits really close to home. Uh, Sean Doolittle, Gardner's favorite reliever of all time. Why, you ask? Because... He supports the carte blanche movement. That's right. Oh, he He's even does. got a shirt that uh, was given him. Oh, there look at is. him there. That's right. That's uh, Nationals reliever Sean Doolittle. Why is he in the news, Gardner? I don't want to take this headline from you. This is yours. Deliver it. Well, there's a couple of issues. Well, he's got he's got a ring on the way. He's got they a won ring. the World Series. Yeah. He um, thanks to Max Scherzer he's and him not alone. Going to the White House today. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, with the team to visit. Oh. Uh, I thought, like, the, do the Nationals, like, have to start their morning at the White House? Is that part well, of work? Like, yeah, the Cardinals have to visit the Arch every morning. Do they? Wouldn't that be funny? I feel like that. That's part of that. Like, as the, the city demands, you take a tour through their most <laughs> We just landmark. spent millions of dollars on this. Mm-hmm. You're going to show up You're gonna and enjoy help it. us promote yeah, it. That's right. Uh, but no, Sean Doolittle uh, disagrees with the politics of the president, and uh, he will not be attending uh, their get-together with <laughs> with uh, President Trump and other folks at the White House. And today. to even be to go even a step further to be even more clear, he he didn't just outline that it was just the politics that he doesn't agree with the president with because he acknowledged how he has mm-hmm. friends who of course who are immigrants. Uh, but he just acknowledges him as a person. As a person, he just doesn't yeah, want to that, be that's, around. That's fair. I should have elaborated. But he, he, but he did You're mention right. how he, he also said he has friends who are immigrants. And, and, you know, he's like, that's very personal to me. But m- mostly, I don't like the guy because the guy's not a good person. Yeah. And he's so like, he I was like, it was just someone I don't want to be around. And I 100%, not only, I, I, res- I respect Sean Doolittle because he does something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that I think a lot of athletes, especially white athletes, are afraid to do. And you don't have to be woke uh, to, to do what Sean Doolittle did, but you have to be able to articulate um, where you stand. And I think now more than ever, it's okay to articulate where you stand. And I think Sean Doolittle recognizes, look, I have people in my life that I care a lot about that are directly affected by this president's actions and his behavior. And I'm a person that he's been consistently online saying that I'm a person about not only just positivity, but a person that's welcoming, that's trying to have a better understanding of everyone that's different from us. And I, I, I appreciate Sean Doolittle being consistent. Uh, we talk about that a lot when it comes to our athletes. And I think that was one of your big issues, certainly with LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron was inconsistent in that moment. Correct. And one thing we want out of our and athletes. And you said in that moment. Too, in that moment. It doesn't, it doesn't match. It doesn't go with your brand that, of, of what you generally promote. And in this particular case with Sean Doolittle and any athlete that wants to. Look, if that's your brand, if that's who you are, that's how you feel, then articulate that. And I'm, I'm, I'm all and he for he can and did. And he did. Look, Tim Thomas had his issues with President Obama when he was at the Bruins. He articulated why he didn't want to go to the White House. Done and done. Done and done. I, don't, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't remember the left coming after Thomas. I don't remember the left and the, and the media types, you know, droning on about him it was it was one of the first occurrences of an athlete not going to the white house for political reasons um at that time right. and, and but at the same time he he articulated himself why he didn't want to go and so be it that was the end all and that was it and Doolittle even explained you know to the folks who well it's respect in the office it's that and he explained why he doesn't agree with that sentiment either and, and I so agree. he did a very good job of explaining why he's not going and 
even said, look, if someone is going, I'm not upset with them for going. Right. It's just I choose not choose to. Choose not go. to. And that's fine. I mean, that's, hell, that's carte blanche. There it is. Do as you will. Yeah. There's nothing more carte blanche than that. Gotta and love it. it. And. <laughs> and it wasn't for me. It wasn't just, I mean, everybody knows my stance on how I feel about this president. And it wasn't just because Sean DeLittle decided to not go to this White House. I don't think anybody should go for that matter. But. If you want to go to each his own. But I'm happy that Sean Doolittle was willing to be consistent and step up and explain why. And I think in doing so, for me, he gained a lot. I've gained a lot more respect for him. And I think he will frustrate people because he did so in a very reasonable and yes, maybe somewhat matter of fact. Yes. But it was no big deal to him because no. he's, he's so wound into his beliefs yes. that it's easy for him to do. Yes. That's how you know it's not phony. Yes. And so that's what I can appreciate. Yeah, I like athletes who step up who are consistent and, and do little in this case was is, is true to his word. And and I, I don't begrudge him for not going. And for those who don't want to go for the Nats, hey, if you want to go for a free White House tour, an opportunity to have some Big Macs with the President of the United States, mm-hmm. go for it. Why not? That's your prerogative. And I don't think that's necessarily anything telling for those who do want to go to the White House and see this president. Look, the St. Louis Blues went to the White House just a few weeks ago. And more power to them. Uh, that's an opportunity of a lifetime. A lot of them aren't even American for that matter. So uh, they're not as, if you will, tied into some of these social mm-hmm. issues that go on every day. And also, I don't want those guys to be phony. I don't want those guys to choose one side or the other just because it's a thing to do because they're going to the White House. I'm not expecting Vladimir Tarasenko to all of a sudden talk about Black Lives Matter. That's not his speed. That's not his lane. That's, and, even, and I'm not letting sports or athletes off the hook. But at the same time, if you're not read up on it if you didn't grow up in it i can sort of understand you not necessarily having a articulate opinion about it Mm -hmm. i would imagine they have an opinion on it i would imagine they're also recognizable i think they're smart enough to recognize they're not as articulate on certain issues so they don't say anything at all Mm -hmm. and i think at this point in society i'm kind of okay with that if you don't know enough to speak on it and you choose not to speak in that regard then i'm okay with you just shutting up and sitting this one out Mm mm-hmm Personal. Um, another thing for Sean Doolittle that I need to applaud has nothing to do with <laughs> that decision, <laughs> but another decision he made. And all I can say is God bless this man. Oh, boy. God bless Sean Doolittle. The parade took place on Saturday, right? And he did. He did it, Chris. Mm. He did it. The bullpen cart. Sean Doolittle pulled out the bullpen cart. Look at that beauty. Got we his so, lightsaber with him too. We were so close to getting a car blonde shirt. How close do you think he wanted to wear that shirt? Uh, he probably needed to wear the national. He probably he probably touched it on his way out of his closet, right? Maybe maybe we can get one. Maybe we can get a special. Maybe we can do this for Sean. Instead we can of do a like special a- edition Carte Blanche World Championship shirt for him. Now that, because you know how they do with the letterings, yeah, they make a gold trim when they come out for the opening series after yeah. the team wins the World Series. We should make a gold trim cart blotch for Sean Doolittle. I bet you he wears it. And it says, thanks, Max, at the end of it. Yeah, we can have, like, thanks, Max, on the back. Love St. Louis. Hashtag I see I was watching this over and over like I am right now. Yeah, let's... Uh, I saw different angles of it, too. Just... What was the crowd size? Do they do a... I, I know you're a big crowd size person. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious because it seems like the city is now... After they've been there, how long have they been in DC now? 
It hasn't been 20, has it? It's been a while. It can't be 20. I'll say, it may be 20. I'll say 18 years. I'm going 15. I don't remember. I don't. This Yeah. I'm trying 2005. To so, yeah, roughly. Am I doing my math right? 15 years? 16 years? About that 15 okay, years. all right, I'm at 20. Like, my God, I would have... Well, that's only five years difference, Travis. I don't know, I'm sorry. It's not that far off. Yeah, it's true. But, yeah. I, I'm just, I don't remember years well anyway. Well, 15 years, and I've got to see they're an extension of the... <laughs> they're an extension of the Expos, but I... I are they, do you think we'll, we'll see the World Series trophy make its way up to Montreal? I think that maybe... I'd say thanks, no. but no thanks. If thanks, I'm but no thanks. Right. Okay, okay. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, because... With a lot of, I wouldn't say it, I, I don't know, I don't want to be hyperbole here, but some momentum in terms of when expansion happens again for baseball, that Montreal by, might be one of those cities they might just want to be able to start for start identify yeah. for, uh, themselves. for themselves. That's fair. So um, that would be a, a negative for me just because okay. of, with that in mind. We, I, we I'm just do. curious about the fan base. That's, I, I just wonder how many people showed up for that parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it being the Nationals' first championship, so good we, for them. We do have someone who was recently at the White House. Um, don't blame him. Last time I went to the White House, I had a candy bar set on my head, got chocolate all over my mm. minions costume. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> and for me, and for me, at mm. the three, nearly four years of Trump being in office, <laughs> that, and I don't have any, favorite Trump moment. Mm-hmm. That was officially my first favorite Trump Him setting moment. a candy bar on the black, a, on the black sheep? Setting a candy bar on, and I, it, and a part of me almost what wants to bag. wonder, if there was bag. a bag, there was a basket, and the thing he thought to and do. And the wife did it too. And that was, and that was, again, a very relatable mo- moment for Melania. And Melania, poor, ch- I won't say poor you Melania. You think she, he sets it on her head, you know? <sighs> like his phone? Mm, for little, Melania, hold on. I gotta take a tweet. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, after witnessing that video, is when I talked to Travis again about me wanting to do a television show where billionaires do everyday things, like pump their own gas and stuff like that. Ted, you, you, you're telling me that show wouldn't be fun? <laughs> you want to see a billionaire go grocery shopping? Let's do that. I would watch. Look, listen here, streaming channels. I don't know how much of a pitch I can make right now. I don't know if I have any. Get crunky down here and tell him he has to start in town and country and find his way to Matthew's Dickies using uh, public transportation. That's better. That's better. That's better than undercover boss. That is that is real. I want to I want to I want to see Bill Gates. Go to Aldi's <laughs> with a food stamp card. <laughs> and I want to see him prepare prepare what he normally eats on a Saturday night. Bill Gates, here's a, here's a food stamp card. You're going to have to here's let a, people know, though, because if Bill Gates shows up at Aldi's with a food stamp card, do you imagine the looks he's going to be getting? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Nevertheless, I... I want I want to see yes I want to see the Waltons actually try to shop in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. You're you're oh, telling yeah. me you're not going to watch that? Paige Laurie shopping inside of a Walmart. Uh-huh. She watching. has to decorate her room how about based the, on what's sold at Walmart. How about the Ford children drive a manual transmission dump truck? Yes. God. Yeah. I've never have you ever driven a dump truck? I I, w- I want to see how hard is it? 
just like driving a U-Haul. Okay. I mean, I haven't operated a dump truck. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't done the pneumatics and all that on yeah. it. Yeah. Big truck. Hmm. I like this show. When's I want to see this show. I can't drive a stick. Because you're an idiot or you Never could drive tried. a stick. It'd take you about five minutes. That's what my dad said. Because my dad drives a stick and I... I couldn't right now. It would take me 10 minutes. I actually, I actually told him on Saturday while we were driving. I go, hey, you want to go to the high school in the parking lot teach me how to drive a stick? He's like... I could teach in ten to twenty minutes. Probably. I believe that. It reminds me of a. It actually reminds me of a story. She said it recently, and it was the only story I think this person can tell that the world wouldn't get on their back for. But Oprah told a story about trying to deposit two million dollars into her checking account, oh boy. and she literally she hadn't been to a bank. She had even acknowledged and like almost. I think she was either talking to Ellen or or Michelle Obama about this. But she was like, "Yeah, I went to a bank recently. I hadn't been in almost ten years." I had this check, and Ellen was like, Oprah, what was the check for? I was like, I, I, I don't remember. It was like $2 million. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay, Oprah, that's, that's just stupid. But she was trying, like she had never, she hadn't been in a bank in a long time. She's going to the ATM, and she's literally, trying like, to put it in the ATM one. She said, like, the bank managers freaked out. They were like, Miss Winfrey, we need you to get out of line <laughs> right now. Come with us. We'll take care of this. But she hadn't been to a bank so long. Oprah Winfrey just thought she could just walk up into a bank with a $2 million check and just deposit it like it like, was nothing. That's what I would do, probably, though. Also, <laughs> also, who just wrote Oprah a $2 million check just because? Where, what is this check from? Uh-huh. But I do want to see this show now. Mm-hmm. I want to see rich people doing... That, that's Look, if one of these progressives become president, mm-hmm. we got to squeeze that in there. That's the find, good part. Find Come some on. Rich person that has to set up direct deposit for oh their electric God. bill. <laughs> imagine, yes, imagine <laughs> a rich like person. That. Yes, imagine. Like, I want to meet one of the CEOs of GE and they actually have to pay a utility bill. <laughs> I want to see them through, through, through at the grocery store. Di- dial with, four. Yes, at with the cash. Grocery. <laughs> with cash. <laughs> with cash. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, this is oh god! This is a somebody. Somebody make this deal happen. William wants you to set up a uh, Walton manager Walmart in Mississippi and live on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're on to something here. Like you could have someone like we should really reach out who, to the billionaires here who, in St. Louis and see if they'd be willing to do this. Like, come on, you guys need good PR right now. Do this with us. The owners of like um, dog tracks, like super rich people that would like own a dog track, like they have to go and like care for the dogs for a day like yeah. for what their farm hands do that'd be good it's well it's then it's kind of like uh i drove by a bunch of undercover boss or yeah. whatever yeah 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 i drove by a bunch of um like really expensive horse farms this weekend and i was thinking that the whole time I'm like i wonder if the people that own these farms with these purebred mm-hmm. or whatever hor- thoroughbred horses i wonder if they actually just pay they have people on staff or if they get in there and mix it up still yeah. I just want to see them move. I just want to see them purchase an airline ticket. I want to see a billionaire Jamie purchase Boyer's, an airline ticket. <laughs> Jamie Boyer's fancy foyer cannot drive a stick. He also can't do an exorcism or hunt woolly mammoths. <laughs> 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 <His> perspective. <laughs> Very true. Warren Buffett renewing his driver's license at the DMD. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Warren Buffett doesn't count. He like purposely stays... He Grab. does. He still lives in uh, Omaha. Yeah. yeah. What's he have a twenty five hundred square foot house or something? Yeah. Same house or something. But yeah, Warren Buffett's probably the guy who actually knows the price of milk, and probably like 
How oh, he maybe he, he could be the host. Yeah. He could. He'd get on. Back. Yeah, the Buffett experience. Yeah, that would be it. Oh man, full Buffett. Mm. Yeah, like Buffett. Yeah, Buffett. 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 Warren Buff- Buffett lives in a modest. Buffett it. Buffett now. Six hundred fifty thousand dollar house. I, I I honestly tough it with Buffett. Oh, but he also has homes. And other places. Maybe that should yeah. be the test. Maybe so, since Elizabeth Warren wants to tax the first dollar <laughs> after fifty million dollars. Chris pointed out something that real good. Say what you just said. Okay, he also has like vacation homes. <laughs> yeah, so we yeah, always talk about always the one that. home. So Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Warren Buffett. That's like own it. Oh, I just bought the trailer that I used to live in right. at one point. But I have all these other places. Right. <laughs> Famously, still lives in Omaha, Nebraska. He bought in 1958 for $31,000. But the urging of his late wife, Susie, uh-huh. Buffett also bought a beachfront vacation home in Laguna Beach, California in 1971 for $150,000. Um, and it was just recently for sale for $11 million, okay. which that's not crazy. But yeah, that's. I, Beach, I bet there's a few average. other locations mm-hmm. that he might uh, have residence. That's fair. I, yeah, I, I don't. I think like for billionaires, like if you can go do a regular thing, us middle class, lower middle class folks have to do, then maybe you can become exempt from having to adhere to the new taxes that Warren yeah. wants to impose on billionaires. So I'm saying is if you can go a weekend. Basically, living like middle class, doing what it needs to pay utilities, uh, buy an airline ticket, you know, you try and order a pizza online. I'm telling you, man, that's what I'm saying. I like, I just want to see it because it is another world. They like, they, they live in a on another planet, and so I just want to see them try, like Gardner just said, to watch Cronky try to figure out how to get to town and country or from town and country to Matthews Dickies using nothing but public transportation. I, I mean, when's that the last is... time you think Donald Trump drove a car? It there, has there, When there was a hooker that needed to run okay. over. I mean, you got to do that yourself. <laughs> it's, uh, I think thinking, Donald Trump probably hasn't driven a car in at least, at least two decades. I'm thinking... At um, least. I'm thinking somebody... I can't think of the and I, maybe example. I shouldn't Somebody, put him in the billionaire class, but I'm just <laughs> true on the uh, on this. You should have somebody have to like argue about a place in line at a grocery store, like mm-hmm. real things that happen. Where you're, what's what are we doing right now? Like they need to be in those situations because they get they get separated from that because yes. everybody just says yes, mm-hmm. and yes stuff all the time. Exactly. Like, I want them to have to deal with yes. someone who is at the post office smelling like cat piss yes. and thinks that whatever they have going on is just as important yes. as what you have going on. Absolutely. They need, they need the rude uh, person at the DMV mm-hmm. to tell them, sir, you're 27, I'm on 22, please sit your dumb ass mm-hmm. back down. It's not your turn. Yeah. We'll get to you when we call out your number. Like we, They need that. And I think here's that would be great how, here's PR Here's how much for them. money you have for the week to eat. Yes. That's great. I think that'd be brilliant PR. Uh, yeah, you can do it however you want. However you want. But this is what you have to spend on food in to fa- survive. In fact, you you if you're a CEO of one of these companies, you should be forced for at least a month to live off what your lowest paid employee makes for that month. You must be able in order for you to be solidified as the CEO of a company. You have to live a month as your lowest paid employee. Okay. 
We got a show. We got a show. We got a show. Look, we just pitched this whole thing. We on our way to the top, baby. Mid-Coast Media to the top. Uh, Gene Moyers Fancy Four, I like this a lot, and I have my answer. Would you take $50 billion, but you have to live in Omaha? You can't leave ever. Shit. Ever. I've already got my Creighton jersey on. I don't care about any other place. Bye. Man, what's fifty billion dollars if you just gotta stay in Omaha though? Virtual reality take me. I, mean, I could take I, I could take seventy five thousand dollars a year and live in Omaha and still be fine, but at least I could travel. Are they scooter friendly? Omaha's, I could probably Omaha's, buy the Omaha laws does have a Omaha's lot. a cool city. I could probably buy the laws at that point anyway. I just I'd never like, leave Omaha, that would be depressing. Not even for vacation? I'd be like, uh, no, that's not part of it. I'd be like, uh, that'd be mildly depressing. All those Saddle Creek bands that were big in the uh, 2000s. <laughs> I'm like, you're on retainer now. I got nowhere else to be. I'm just gonna smoke meat and hang out here. And it who am I kidding? Sounds like I you're probably... getting 50 billion dollars for house arrest. I was about yeah. to say, I would probably spend the 50 to expand really Omaha. There. I will start taking things from certain yeah. city and building right. it in Omaha. <laughs> You start. You start. River Walk is all of a sudden in yeah. Omaha. Buying up little, just little, <laughs> little like fifty billion. You're telling me St. Louis City wouldn't sell me the arch for fifty mil? Yeah, he's got a point. Fifty billion dollars to stay in Omaha. I could, I could set up a beachfront. I will. Are you I'll, kidding? I'll pay. I'll pay factories to move in so I can get an ozone hole over Omaha <laughs> and turn it into a tropical paradise. What are their parks like? It's a fantastic city. You, you would enjoy it. You can, it's great. You could technically it's build really, your own forest park. I might build it's my own You could build your own really forest park. Cold. It's really cold. Like now, four feet of snow. Four feet of snow. There's, there's like be, no buildings blocking any wind. It's cold up there. Oh, they're going to be confused when I go, okay. So I want to build this thing called the River to Pair. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I explain to them, shit, okay. A shit ditch? We've got those. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I want it to go under my park. Think about that. Hmm. I, you could have your own zoo of people. You could bring all your favorite oh people boy. there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shall I say a museum of people? <laughs> it's getting pretty close mm-hmm. to something that happened. I'd have John. I'd, have, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd keep John. Weird how Chris immediately went to that. I'd keep John Larroquette in a cage. Okay. What do you think of that? Oh, the worst. That's mm-hmm. not the worst idea. Yeah, Scott Bakula, you're not from St. Louis anymore. You're, you're here. Come on. I think, go. yeah, I would take that deal. I would take billion? that. Deal. No, I'm really thinking about these CEOs trying to have to do the the, the live a month off their lowest pay. Elon employees. Musk changing. Who diapers. makes that? Who who can survive that? Mm-hmm. Is there any CEO of a particular yeah. company that you think can make it? Yeah, there's people that grew. I mean, like they, they, they you see it depends. It depends on the task. Well, they're goal oriented, driven people. Like so like Cronky, like figuring it out. Like Cronky, if you're going to give him like an outdoorsy type thing, he'll probably be okay with that because that's like kind of what. Some of the stuff he enjoys doing, right? As he buys these this land and right. it's like these outdoor ranches and stuff like that. Kicks everybody off. So the thing is to to put him in a situation like with public transit to figure that out. Like that's not what he's going to have great command of, right? right. So that's it depends on the person and what their task would be. Um, so you have to kind of tailor it that way. But I think it could work. I think I think if I just off the top of my head of some of the billionaires, no, you're gonna send like the Taylor family to Enterprise to rent a car, and they're out of cars or something, and <laughs> and be... and you have to catch your fl- your Southwest flight in the next twenty minutes, <laughs> and you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I would do. In fact, <laughs> exactly. It. 
but you know what? Just from what I what I read about the Taylor family, what I hear, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually knew how to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't be too far off if they could. They, know they the, come off as people like, yeah, we're very wealthy, but we kind of just walked, not walked into this, but we kind of, we kind of might now, know the cheat codes though. Too, yeah, for yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> well, technically, here's what you need to do. But that's also more fun insight for the rest of uh-huh. us. Oh, but I would love, learned. I would love to we've see, I would love now. to see more CEOs take that on. Not necessarily even in an undercover fashion. I think we've even heard it in the debates recently. Yeah, it doesn't but have to be undercover. Can't, can't, if you cannot live a couple of months off. Uh, your lowest salaried employee, then that, if anything, should be a telltale as to what you need to do to raise wages within your own company. And I think from a legitimate standpoint, obviously from it being remarkable reality TV, but I think that should be something that uh, if I'm a board member and I'm making a decision on who's going to be the next CEO of my company, I need you to know what is like we saw McDonald's recently this weekend. They're changing out their CEO because the CEO had an affair with an employee. <laughs> but they're switching their CEO. But I've always wondered. I go. I thought he was giving it to Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God that's is it a happy meal. <laughs> but I would I would love to know if because I think he was before he became CEO. He like went all the way through the ladder. He at one yeah. point was a restaurant manager, and so I'm wondering. Can those people, can someone at the next CEO of McDonald's, do they know what it takes to live off the money that their lowest paid employees make? And I'm curious if they can actually make that work. The current president loves reality television, right? He's a reality television star. I mean, let's just get rid of one of the debates and put the two, whoever the two presidential candidates are, they they have the task. We show that instead. Yes. And then at that same point, we also do my idea of the pop quiz, the surprise civics test, uh, citizenship Citizenship test. And if you fail, then you are no longer uh, able to run for president. That's bad. (laughs) Make that one of your debates. You have the reality stuff and then the pop quiz. But I even, I even said, let's go a step further to be eligible to run for the office. Like, and I would even say, even from a federal level, from a House of Rep- uh, Representatives to Senate, like, if you cannot pass a citizenship test, you're not eligible to run for office. Mm-hmm. I-, I can assure you, we would, we would root out a lot of awful candidates. I, I, I would, that and if we remove dark or, money, we can actually go very far with some helpful. of our, that'd be helpful as well. We can, pro- one of those we can legitimately do, <laughs> the other's unlikely, which is crazy. But yeah, I would love to see, um, we need to be able to look, we're, we are put on the spot all the time. We, as employees. Speak, do the preacher, Kate. We, we, as people, are as always people. put on the spot. On the spot. We should I have to, to interview our bosses. bosses. We should be able to look. And that's another thing, because you take a job, and you know you're smarter than the boss. And let's determine it right here during the interview, right here in this moment. If I know more about your job, I should be able to get your job. So instead of coming in an interview for an open position, if it turns out I know more about your job than you know about it, I should be able to get your job on that spot. And then we can role reverse it. And that way, the person who just lost their job as the boss now has to interview for that open position. Life is better for everyone. Or they continue during their same jobs, but they reverse pay. Yes. But, yes. How about that? Man, man, not only that, hey, man, let's, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we are solving society's ills mm-hmm. all in a matter of 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. But... One thing we do well on the show is completely blow that up mm-hmm. and divide us amongst the most simple of reasons. 
specifically race. It's now time for the great American race. There's no open. There is no open. Dum, no dum, open. Dum, 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 dum. We have a scoreboard. Ooh, it's a new month, Chris. Mm-hmm. And because of systematic racism, Chris will start off at 850. Travis, 800. Gardner, please tell us how this game works. Well, you mentioned those scores. They're credit scores. And that's how we kind of judge this competition. Each week, we try to do it on each week, where you guys, each of you, will present a story that makes the other's community look not so good. Mm. And I will be the judge and either add or subtract points to either of your scores, uh, depending upon the story you present, how you present it, and also ones that are presented against you and how you defend the defend your uh, community's reaction All right. mm. or their mm-hmm. response. And then at the end of the month, we see who has the higher credit score rating, and that person is declared the winner okay. of the great American race. So that's how it all works. Racism. 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 Um, might as well benefit off it if we can. <laughs> as much as one can. Yeah. Make, it, make it work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go? Chris. Uh, because you were... Rightfully awarded last month's Great American Race. I uh, tip my cap to you to kick this. Did Chris all, win? It's all worth it now. Did Chris win? Yeah. Yes, he did. I thought you won. No. Oh, Remember, okay. I lost. I said so in the recap. It's all worth wearing that stupid hat now hey, for the yeah. cap tip. My lady. Because I had to subtract points from Chris at one point because yeah, he threw did. something in at the end. <laughs> but you concluded. You I, okay. I know lots of. And then you concluded at the end, he's white, there's, he wins. There's good in there. <laughs> you said That's something. My favorite and I, I remember I just go, there's a black Why? man, and then there's the. Uh, Chris. Like, Why did you say anything? You had it won. <laughs> okay. So you want me to start? First? Yeah, kick this bad boy off. Well, hope you're ready. Oh, man. It's going to get rough. I think I know what it is. Can I guess? If I guess, can I get like five points? You can get ten points if you guess right. Um, the, I only I think I'm guessing is that it. Was, hang on, wait, 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 don't. So don't look, don't okay. look. So I just want to say this, and I'll show you why. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Okay, you see my right hand. Uh-huh. Just remember that. So we'll see if you're right or not. Uh was it? It wasn't the Master P concert that took place at Shafitz over the weekend, was it? It certainly wasn't, but boy, was that a good one. Damn. I didn't hear what happened. It Go was, ahead, Trev. It, it was, Speak on my behalf. It was it was a event that wasn't received positively, and Kevin Johnson of the Post-Dispatch Why? outlined that. He said it was a well. very unprofessional show. Like, it was a mess. They said it started late and ended early. And that was just some of the complaints, but people Master already... Master Show Pete. started late. Made St. Louis say, uh-uh. No wonder we can't get any... Right. At right. Bush Stadium. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, damn, man, I just sat up here and made that argument all month, and here y'all go, y'all can't even be professional. Lil Wayne's like, Sorry, St. Travis. Louis did it to me, too. I guys. took 10 <laughs> points off for it. Ah, damn it! Yeah, that was pretty weak. Spoke up. All right, what's yours, then? I'm sorry for Okay, so I held the two up because I have a... Uh, I'll, I'll show Uh-oh. you. Uh-oh. So... Uh, <laughs> I just I needed to say this uh, for uh, the Great American Race. Um, <clears throat> it's very important that this gets out. It's a matter of uh, national security. Uh, for his, uh, I believe, 32nd birthday, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, oh. You familiar with him? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, 
feeds and supplies a bunch of lazy homeless people. Oh, I saw that. Oh, this seems <coughs> like this would be good news. On a 30 second. You may think so. Oh, no. It was in Oakland's tent city. Okay. Uh, good news I so just far. Needed to, I just needed to say this. He even got a food truck out, fed everyone on his dime. Uh, but I just needed everyone to know he did kneel while helping these folks. So I just needed you to know that. And that's he did? the ultimate sign of disrespect. Well, he did kneel? Well, he kneeled. I mean, he was, hel- he was like handing a homeless dude like a sandwich. Oh, because the homeless person the ultimate the sign grind. of disrespect, and okay. I know that your race would agree with. Is that right? Uh, no? Okay, well, that's not my real story. Damn it. Uh, like, doesn't that mean I get 100 points? Bit of an okie doke there. Uh, Mr. Uh, Terrell, are you familiar with the NFL? I am, the f- as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. A lot of <laughs> brothers in the league, huh? It's about seventy to eighty percent black. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> familiar with the Cleveland Browns? I am familiar with the Browns of Cleveland. Okay, uh, and they do not mean brown people. So oh, this is okay. a heads up. I didn't mean that. No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> oh boy, I think. When's I the last time there was a white corner that you uh, cared about? I just want to make this point. Uh, it's been a long time since Jason Seahorn got blown away by Steve Smith Jr. Or senior, I think, for that matter, against the St. Louis Rams to lose a very important divisional round playoff game. Um, <clears throat> well, um, as an ambassador okay. of uh, a black position, uh, the Cleveland Browns had a young man by the name of Jermaine. First of all, it was a traitor-ass last name. Whitehead. Jermaine Whitehead, former Auburn player, undrafted, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, a former Cleveland Brown, too, I saw this morning. Oh, he's definitely a former. I don't know what happened. I think, but I think the, if I'm not mistaken, I did not read the tweets, but I think it has something to do with Twitter. I was going to be a little more dramatic about the big reveal, but if Gardner likes to reveal punchlines, that's perfectly oh, fine know. with me. He is gone. He's no longer a Cleveland Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened. <clears throat> well, I'm this, sure it's because this African American man, Uh-oh. just again for the sake of the of the segment, um, <clears throat> he threatened to shoot, kill, and fight several fans on oh! social media oh, after my. after the Browns lost on Sunday. Oh wow! So um, he took a little heat. He took a little heat from uh, Twitter folks. Uh, some of his responses came back. He's a witty guy, but he didn't find any wit today. I'm going to kill you, bitch. That's on blood. Oh. He told one guy. Oh, that's uh, that's a gang reference. Don't get shot at, little bitch. Can you whoop my ass? F football. Let me know when you need the address, he told another. Hmm. <sighs> also told it um, <clears throat> to Dustin Fox, who is verified on uh, on Twitter. I think he does the pre-game Dustin show Fox or post-game show. Whitehead, Whitehead's effort tackling today is a joke. Hashtag Browns. Okay. Come get it in come get it in, blood bitch made ass little boy. I'm out there with a broke hand. Don't get smoked fuck ass cracker. Oh. I'm <laughs> actually gonna give Travis ten points for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck ass cracker is pretty funny. <laughs> FAC, man. FAC. Sometimes folks oh. be out here be FAC. Man. That was a good tweet. I actually think that was a good tweet. Brian uh Scheffler, uh at Brian Scheffler on Twitter. Um, who was who said something? And Jermaine Whitehead said, "Only if you stood ten feet from me when you tweet that BS. Give me a time and a place. You suck," says Brian Scheffler, <laughs> who appears to have like family in his photo. Uh, and then Jermaine Whitehead responds with, "80 Lou Groza Boulevard, Bray, Ohio, four four zero one seven. Any day of the effing week. Cracker. All uh, all caps." I didn't like the cracker used there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. I would have. If you say fuck ass cracker as opposed to cracker, then I'm okay. Uh, so uh, he ain't tripping. So he says. 
and uh, this was a 2419 loss to the Broncos. So, uh, Mr. Whitehead um, mm -hmm. released from your Cleveland Browns, and uh, not only a disgrace to um, the heavily black populated NFL, but also the race in general. I think I think what we're seeing here is Chris not being hip on urban lingo and understanding how tweets work. Okay. You, these tweets weren't threatening at all. Uh, fuck ass cracker. That is. Mm. Actually, a brand is that new, a new... Is that new from Keebler? That is. They're actually trying something new. You know how Oreos mixes up the flavors. It's a, bla it's a black to. elf. It's a black elf. It's, like, it's, try it's, these fuck-ass crackers. It's more of a... It's got more spice. Okay. It's got more flavor to it. Uh, and that's the... That's the. I don't... Have you not had fuck-ass crackers, cheese, and bologna? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> you should try it. It's very good. So I think Chris is not hip on that. Uh, he says in a post, don't get shot at, little bitch. First of all, look at him is being the body L positive. Is He's saying you're little. You're framed. Is, is you're LIL is LIL positive? Little, and little bitch is probably Why referencing. Why is that being his, body positive? Well, well, not only is he being body positive, he may also be referencing their rap name. Uh, there's little Wayne. There's little Tunchi. There's little bitch. So maybe mm -hmm. say, "Don't get shot at little bitch." Maybe he's letting him know, "Hey, in Ohio, it's open carry state." So he's just letting them know, be 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 careful. Uh, exercise your Second Amendment right mm -hmm. to carry. And that's all he's saying. I would imagine most conservatives, conservatives who are traditionally white, would probably be like, oh, I'm on board with that. Can you whoop my ass? Uh, uh, he's asking, are you up to the conditioning uh, that it takes to fight? Uh, like Ms. Vidal this weekend in UFC. Fight? Look, I just referenced a UFC fighter. Sorry, this black guy just, um, <clears throat> this black guy here during this great American race just disparaged a, uh, a Cuban immigrant. I just want to I say. I don't know. I said like Ms. Vidal. He, he fights. Well, actually, I'm taking 10 points away for you punching like this. Yeah, Sorry, that's this bad. Especially, like Tybo. Especially with all that boxing that's in your blood. Uh, F football. He's uh, essentially saying. Let's correct this. If you ever speak about Jorge Masvidal in such a... You called him Misvidal, saying Ms. Like Vidal? he misses punches? That's just rude. Oh, that's maybe a little bit excessive. Did you hear him, you hear him say Trump yeah, is a bad I know, motherfucker? I saw, I saw that. I figured you were going to bring that up. Actually, I thought that was going to be your story. Nah. Um, yeah, actually, he spelled lousy rat bastard motherfucker. Oh, okay. Incorrectly. Got it. Yes, got he it, did. It, it. And then, like, he finally Can't says, spell. let me know when you need the address. How many times have you gone over a friend's house and you've forgotten where they live? He should say, hey, let me know when you want to come by and we can socialize. Mm. Send me, I'll send you the address, and that way you can find it and we can all fellowship. I think this is a complete misreading of the situation, but I'm not surprised coming from a white man like Chris. Now, I think you've already alluded to what your problem is. His last name is Whitehead. So anything that disparages your people, that misrepresent your people, you're going to go after. And this is just a he very He ain't got sanitive. no Whitehead. <clears throat> So I mean, well, maybe he uh, has, and and it's look, and yeah, and you know, if he said that rhetoric, if he lived on sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue, he'll be rewarded. But now, if you call a, a bad motherfucker, yeah, it's very true. How about uh, how about a few comments real quick? To be fair, the fan on Twitter was Riley Cooper. <laughs> Black sheep, Keebler elves got house arrest in that tree. Uh, <laughs> Triangle assassin will be trying some fuck ass Cracker Barrel for dinner tonight. Hey, QC. Yeah. yeah. Who ah. doesn't like fuck ass Cracker Barrel? Mm -hmm. That's ah. what he was saying. I think fuck ass crackers need to be a product now. <laughs> What'd you eat today? Fuck ass crackers. I got some toasters at home. I'm gonna be doing that at home now. You're these, gonna mm, talking to myself. Got these fuck ass crackers. Mm -hmm. All right. Some cheese. That's pretty good, Denman. I I I 
think this gentleman misunderstood. <laughs> And uh, I don't like saying on blood. Back away from on that. on blood. I mean, he's talking about blood drives. Mm-hmm. Don't you participate in blood drives, Chris? A lot. A lot. So on blood. Are you saying Chris is on blood? I think Chris has been on blood yes several no. times. Is, yes, is, he's is he on, on blood. blood. Okay. And that's good. That's what you want out of a community. Or maybe it was in reference to vampires. You know what? When nine eleven happened, guess what? I was on blood because I wanted to I drove, donate. I drove by Transylvania University a few times this past weekend. How established in 1790 by real vampires. Really? Mm-hmm. Does Tommy go there? Probably. That's where he Smack should dab go. in the middle. Can you imagine that? You're like, oh. you're a vampire university? Vamp. Mm. Also, Sorry. some of these things, Sorry. I don't know why they're blowing out. I don't, I don't get why they're blowing out Cracker. When did Cracker and the N-word become the same thing? I don't, CNN I, did a segment on it. I, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. See if it's 30%. From, by the way, real quick. Also, ass is... is, is Confirmed... Confirmed, Inmore does make things funnier this weekend. Oh, preacher? He said, he's like, yeah, it does. He did he's clean, though. He won't do it, but he agreed. Yeah, he's probably right on that one. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, all right. All right. So I'm going to stick with football as well. And something happened, Chris, that I would imagine is a major embarrassment for white Americans everywhere. The undefeated New England Patriots. Aiden, oh, God's team. America's team. White man's team. Led by the great white hope, that is Tom Brady. Led by the great white master, that is Bill Belichick. Led by the great white owner, Robert Kraft. What about Willie McGinnis? Willie had a jerry curl for far too long, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Ben, ben Coates? Black. Ben Coates. They, got, they, they sound a lot of black men named Ben. Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon, Randy Moss, Corey and Randy Moss. Everybody know Randy Moss from West Virginia. He might as well be Rob right. Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. He's his name is Gronk- Gronkowski. He's a brother. Kowski. Come on, bro. Fact of the matter is that it's America, white America's team, and they love their Patriots, and they also like to take their cues from their president. Their president being Donald Trump, who frequently bashes. On the city of Baltimore. Cannot stand the city of Baltimore. The shithole, according to him. Anything black, generally, somehow, turns Mm. out to be a shithole, according to him. But that's not here or there. Fact is, America's white team went into the city of Baltimore last night. Undefeated! One of the most unstoppable teams in all of football until they ran up against black quarterback... That's right. They lost to a black quarterback named Jackson in Baltimore. How embarrassing for white America's team for you to lose. Shouldn't Lamar Jackson be a wide receiver or running back? He should be, but he's not. He's running. He, he outdueled Tom Brady. He's not cerebral enough to complete the position. He, was, he showed not only an amazing performance, but he beat white man Bill Belichick, white man Tom Brady, white man Robert Kraft. Unbelievable. In Baltimore, no less. How many Super Bowls does uh, Trent Dilfer have? Same as many murder as Ray Lewis, I assume. Kind of. That was a pretty good correlation. But but, but Ray Lewis is a supporter of Trump vis-a-vis supporter of the Patriots. No. Ray, where's the suit, bro? (laughs) I just think it would be embarrassing if white America's team were to go into the shithole that is Baltimore and for them to lose. But you know what I say to that also? 
Rise up, says Elijah Cummings, who passed away just last week. Former representative from the state of Maryland, where Baltimore is located. So what a day of vindication for African-Americans and a Saturday for white Americans everywhere to watch their famous white hero, their white Michael Jordan, go down to a black quarterback. Travis, you're mm. going to have some work to do this, this one. This is a reach. I mean, a rough one Chris had one that had a tweet that said, fuck ass crack. <laughs> he did have that. He maybe good. benefited from that because nah, that makes man, me that laugh that a lot. pretty good. But uh, as of this moment. But a black quarterback beating white America's team, that doesn't do anything. I'm sure black quarterbacks have beaten the Patriots before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <assumed>. Yeah. <laughs> I've done as much research as you have on this. <laughs> Very correct. So eight ten to seven twenty. Damn it! Fuck ass crackers. Mm. And I get some credit for at least wearing the voodoo hat. I'll give you ten. All right. Cool. What do you think you're Papa Shango? <laughs> I'll oh. give Chris ten more points for that. No, oh, that's kind of racist as hell. There was a real wrestler who played a part on the entertainment sport that you love. Mm. Mm. I guess. Mm. Okay. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in. It feels good to be up by so much in the great American race. I can't believe advantage is given to Chris, didn't uh-huh. uh, Guys, we've got comedy this week at Gastro Pit. We've got comedy at Sophie's. Those are at 6.30 or 6 o'clock, 8.30, respectively. Be sure to check those out. And we'll be at uh, comedy, the Comedy Festival, Flyover Comedy Festival at uh, in the Grove this uh, Thursday, 8 o'clock. Get tickets online. Come out and hang out with us. It's going to be really fun. Doing a roast show, we could use your support. Uh, so we appreciate that and appreciate the opportunity to get that. Big thanks to all of our sponsors like Tech Electronics for helping us outfit this here studio. And uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in today. We're back live tomorrow at 8 a.m. See you then. Peace.